strangers, and welcome to the Indigenous Poetry Special Edition of the Strange Horizons Poetry Podcast. I'm your host, Chiro Faenza, and the six poems we have for you today come from two different authors. Haley Kirkwood is a recent graduate of Northland College and will soon be attending Hamline University's MFA program. Kirkwood also served as an editor for Aqueous Magazine, a Lake Superior Region literary and performing arts magazine. You can often find Kirkwood haunting the Twin Cities metro transit, staring out of windows and daydreaming about what secrets the roadside plants keep. Tanaya Winder is an entrepreneur, motivational speaker, and performance poet from the Southern Ute, Dockwater Shoshone, and Pyramid Lake Paiute Nations. She graduated from Stanford University, and her first book, Words Like Love, was published in 2015. Tanaya founded Dream Warriors, an indigenous artist management company. All right, now, let's begin. I learned the police once beat my uncle for smudging, by Haley Kirkwood. They flung his head onto his rust-kissed beater truck like a drummer's mallet smacks leather, since they smelled a sticky smell, since they thought it was pot, since they renamed all the sacred plants danger, weed, nuisance. My mother tells me this the day after Philando Castile is killed. She had kept this song a secret because she knows how I make a brother out of anger, conspire against the world until I convince myself that I am the enemy, overgrown with wild, furious earth. But now I dream of my uncle fanning smoke into the fading headlights like fog across the moon's eye, beating the tire's grip with spirit and prayer, blessing the ground which allowed his ride to run. He would die in that truck years later. He had always known it would be like that. Curious to think how a silent, sage-smitten preparation for death prompts such violence. Sometimes I dream that a nuisance is when a people or a plant grow too brilliant for all those cultivated tastes, too loud, too firm roots loving the dirt rising up along the road. The Consonants Among Waters by Haley Kirkwood Rarely can we meet together. Rarely can one meet the other in these dismal northern regions. Birth of Vainamoinen, the Kalevala. We have never strayed from deep water, our dreams stained with berries and mud. Both our natal goddesses fell to shivering lands whose coasts are swallowed and subsumed by floods. Ilmatar ate a single lingonberry and carried an entire man in her burning belly for seven hundred years in a cold sea, waves swelling large as the waxing sting. Sky Woman was no Eve cast asunder, though like her she did fall, floating along while her friends drowned, until only Muskrat's tiny hand clutched brown earth, his stinking head bobbing dead in rhythm with the gray bath. These are the stories we recall hushedly, Hers found in small print books like strange shells too small for growing yolks, mine in the agate oval mouth of my mother showing me library paintings of lost Indian myth. We don't bring this up too often. Earth was born from her and her, and we understand the gravity of our waters. Who's to say that one flood is the last? After my grandfather's teeth... By Haley Kirkwood 
I lie when I say that the only part of him I remember, him spitting the porcelain mold into his blistered hands and chasing me through the development's dust, clacking his teeth at me the way disgruntled skeletons rattle bones, as though he were trying to scare a cloud of red into my heart, hurling his laugh skywards toward the void his constellation would soon live. I remember his hair long like the sinew of a red willow's heart, his feet light as starved November leaves carrying his tree-trunk self clear across the powwow, aunties holding me in their laps and telling me his stories, how he had kept a pet skunk, how he saved a girl tossed into the lake by a spurned lover, how he and his brother had set fire to a boarding school. To me he had always been living legend, unattainable, spinning out of reach from me, like planets from their moons. But it is his teeth that clench the eye of my memory the way weasels win throats, or how roots hold strong in the snow. If I could cradle them in my hands, I'd hold them close and let them dissolve into my chest, listen as his molars blossom like seeds in the dank mulch of my heart, ask if he were proud of who I've become. His teeth would chatter and implore me to gaze into any stretch of sky and see a mirror. Why Storms Are Named After People and Bullets Remain Nameless Batanaya Winder I reach out in love, my hands are guns, my good intentions are completely lethal. Margaret Atwood My body is a canvas. He painted my eyes as hurricanes swelling with questions. I never ask, which brush is your favorite? Or, one day when you paint my heart outside of my body, will you use all your favorite colors? Only the best ones cover up a vessel's holes. Storm-torn linen stretched too thin. Modern-day marksman Orion the Hunter, finger on trigger. My eyes hold his in orbit. Look at me, too afraid. He will get lost there. So I pluck my eyes from my skull. Teach me how to breathe the colors I could never see without you. Unintended impact. His stray bullet heart ricocheted into mine like a painting we didn't mean to step into, with Sagittarius pulling back bow to enough tension to hold this Milky Way center. Take aim, fire. An arrow across a universe where we spiral together through the time we wish we had more or less of. There we'll rediscover open wounds. Longing for closure, his mouth opens. I like the way you fit inside me, without want. But I wanted us to fall without loss, domino effect, arms outstretched, trust fall, open, graceful. In another life, we drank in all of the constellations, tasted each star, then committed light to memory, so we could always navigate our way back to each other. He will leave me on a starless night. When I wake, I'll find my eyes inside an ashtray, burning, beside his goodbye note. Tell me you'll never forget this. Your love is a universe too big, too innocent. Before the sun rises, I'll place my eyes back, inside out. I want to see everything I was ever afraid of. I want to know what to, if I should, name him. What It Takes to Disappear By Tanaya Winder Tell me again that my kisses are magic, that my mouth unfolds longing like a landslide. Loneliness spills over my lips each time you beg. Sing for me. 
Your unquenchable thirst devours each syllable. Tell me again how you wanted to paint the way you see me, because I know all the words to the first song you made love to in the back seat of a red car, windows down overlooking the desert at sunset. Tell me you didn't forget to pay those parking tickets and to take your paintbrush out of the water or the way we fit together like puzzle pieces and that once we slow danced cheek to cheek in the middle of the street then hopscotched on the dotted lines all the way back to our childhoods playing hide and seek. You told me once you didn't want to be left behind. Now you're always leaving the door open. I want to nail shut all possibilities because the sun is already setting. The sky is red and we are driving the car on a road to nowhere through the desert. The sand is so hot it burns. Tell me you'll quit hiding and seek. See, the car is already melting. You left your paintbrush in the water, and we're dissolving into red. The oils of our skin, our memories blur. How do you see me? You painted a desert red, and the car falling apart. Tell me we dreamt it all, and when I open my eyes to see, I won't remember. You tell me the next time I open my mouth to sing the magic of it all will make me disappear. Notes from the Road by Tanaya Winder The last time I drove the highway, there were pieces of a bridge on trucks I passed. Looking in the rearview mirror, I wished I knew what it meant to be connected. I heard once, a rupture chooses who it wants to break. The first time I taught poetry, the kids kicked a dead crow outside. I ran outside to stop and asked, why would you do that? They said, Pain demands to be felt. All my exes live in story. The last man I dated texted me, Love is verbing, our existence is verbing. He became obsessed with horses, kept his camera eyes rolling like all life's answers were hidden in the muscle of a horse's shudder. I teach the etymology of colonized, colon, body politic, a snake swallowing everything. Even the flies circling our table that day knew what I was too afraid to admit. Our love was rotting. When he broke up with me, he wanted to build a spaceship. He figured out how to travel the time he blames for everything. In Oregon, there's a city named Echo. Every year I drive by it shouting, What are you so afraid of? I keep hoping one day I'll hear myself answer. I wonder if every man I ever loved eventually goes mad. One opens his mouth and pulls out rose petals thinking he'll find what started all this blooming. Another paints his organs outside of his body, brush strokes his heart into beating again and again before cocking his gun. Reload. The next time I saw him, he was riding a battle on his forearms, asked me if I knew about surrender. Pop, 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 bullets flying out of his arteries onto his hand. I walked away, listening to him shoot imaginary bullets at the back of my head. And that concludes our Indigenous Poetry Special Edition. While you're on the site, be sure to check out the rest of this week's issue. We have a roundtable on Indigenous Futurisms, new fiction by Drew Hayden Taylor, and the first of this week's reviews, Moana. And of course, as a reminder, Strange Horizons is an all-volunteer organization. We depend on the support of our readers and listeners. So, check out the donate link at the top of the page. And I will see you all again in February. Until then... Stay strange.